0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French, français, if you join the show for the first time. I want to ask you something before I start the show. Is there something on your mind for years, years, something that you want to get off your chest, something, a story, really, about your relationship, something that has happened, about you, love life that you never told anyone else. Something that you want to say the story, but you don't know where to say it because you're afraid to be judged or you're not sure how people would react around you, your friends or family. I guarantee you, if you come on my podcast, La Confession, there is the judgment-free zone. I don't judge, never. So reach out to us at therendezvousshow.com and we'll call you back. Talking about calling, you calls are next, 855-905-8255. You have a romantic story you want to share with me. Just call 855-905-8255. Carmela, bonjour.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Carmela. What is going on?
2: It's a great love story that I work at a hospital and we listen to every night. And one of my girlfriends is like, you should tell yours. Like, it's a little bit different. So, Simon, you know about the love languages, right?
1: Absolutely. There's five of them.
2: Yes, yes. yes. And I want to tell you what mine is. Okay. Mine is acts of service and i just uh my boyfriend the other day and you know we haven't been together all that long but i had something that needed fixed at my house and he just well all of a sudden one day went to the store went to the hardware store and he arrived with toolbox like all the tools he needed, whatever he needed. And then he fixed it for me. And I told him I was like, Oh my gosh, this is my love language right here. <laughs> Simon, you don't even know. I was like on cloud nine that he fixed something at my house. And he even and the the best part of it is, Simon, is that he he saw the need and he was like, Hey, we need to fix that. Oh, okay, yeah. And it was something I've been wanting to fix for a long time and just haven't gotten around to it. And then he fulfilled my love language without even me telling him.
1: And listen, first of all, thank you so much for calling and sharing that story. But we all have one or two languages out of the five we use. Act of service is a great one. And I agree. And that's a proof of love. What he showed you is he cares for you.
2: Oh, that just gave me a little flutters. Yeah.
1: Yes. And so I'm glad you're telling me because we all have different ways to show our love. It's not always the same, but they all mean the same. Just a different Mm -hmm. way to express the same feeling. I care for you. That's what he showed you, Carmela.
2: Ah, I love it. You're the best.
1: Well, thank you so much. He's the best. I'm just, you know, I'm just learning from you guys because I listen to those. I'm not a very handyman per se, but, you know, I do what I can. But I think this story inspires me to do a better job when that happens. So thank you so much. F- you know
2: what you are? What? You're great at words of affirmation.
1: Thank you. for at that. Th- you, you've made my night. Thank
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you made mine.
1: You've made mine. My- thank you so much for that. And, and thank you for calling. Have a good night. You too. Bye now. Bye-bye. There are actually five love languages that we need to talk about. So stay with me. I'm going to tell you what they are. That's next. Do you know the five love languages? I mean, basically, we all have a language or two, actually, or the way we express our love for someone. Here they are. So words of affirmation. Basically, spoken words. You like to write cards, letters to your partner, you know, encouraging words, compliments, things like this. You will just naturally want to hear this and are like this. Words for you are the expression of love. The second one, which is very important, to quality time, right? So you run errands for somebody, doing things together, you know, sitting and talking at home, you know, like quality time. This is this is your thing. That That is something not to forget. Another one is... Receiving gifts. So, giving gifts and of course, receiving gifts. Remembering special occasion, you always like that's the way you show love. You love giving and receiving from the person you love. There's two more. So, stay with me. You don't want to miss the last two. Maybe that's yours. Next. What do you think is your language of love? There's five of them words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, and acts of service basically assisting for instance your partner with house chores ongoing acts of helpfulness if you're handy man or handy woman you can do things at home help to fix this you know cut the grass do things we all do help with each other at the house you know for instance said what can i do for you if that's your language of love you know then you will hear this and go wow the last one also very important physical touch hugs pats Touches, sitting clothes, pleasant facial expression. You express through your physicality. There are five of them. Now, I've defined, think about them. Mine, it's all of them. I need five of them. Listen, you want to know what's yours again? Go to our website, derendevouchot.com. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Wendy, bonjour.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Wendy. What is up with you tonight?
3: Um, well, I am possibly undertaking a milestone um, event. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm looking to move in with my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and this is the first time I've ever lived with a boyfriend, so I'm just wondering if there are things I should be focusing on.
1: That's a great question. So let me ask you this. What do you think are the things that worries you? in moving in together
3: um well nothing really worries me um i mean i essentially already we are essentially already live together anyway so it's uh i mean i guess like he, he definitely makes more money than i do and uh that feels kind of weird
1: okay so right now you have two places right
3: mm-hmm.
1: okay so your first worry is that what the rent is going to be you know too expensive for you
3: Well, too expensive for me, for sure. I mean, I can contribute, but but he would definitely be putting in the lion's share. It's just, I don't, I I mean, I don't want to feel like I'm not pulling my weight.
1: I see. That's cool. But listen, I mean, he hasn't asked you for any money, right?
3: Oh, no, no. All
1: right. Well, so I think you can contribute in many different ways. Uh, So that's not a big worry. How about the bathroom? I mean, you know, people, that's a key thing. Listen to me. If there is two bathrooms, much better. Is that the case?
3: Um, Well, we haven't uh, settled on a place yet, but my place has two bathrooms, Mm -hmm. um, and it was really nice to have that available. Maybe that is something.
1: No question about it. So two bathrooms. The rent, I would talk about it, don't have unspoken, just say, listen, uh, I know you haven't asked me for anything. And uh, let me know if you want me to contribute this way or I'll be happy to pay for utilities. So discuss this, right? Don't try to not like because it's awkward or uncomfortable. It's best to discuss finance before to move in together in one place. Then later on, have an awkward situation. So before you guys move together, he has to agree to pay this. You agree to pay this. You guys feel it's fair. It's all good, okay?
3: Yeah, we did we did have that conversation where I said, you know, this is what I'm paying in rent and this is what I'm capable of paying in rent and that I mean he didn't he didn't balk at that. That that was um Okay that was understood. Perfect. So the, I mean like yeah, I I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm worrying unnecessarily.
1: But we all, I mean, listen, we all are. It's a big step in life to move in with somebody. And it either makes you or break you. So I don't see anything to be afraid of. I think you're right on. So go for it. Who doesn't dare, doesn't live. Wendy, good luck to you. But I think you're all set. You you, you know what to do now.
3: Oh, that's that's very reassuring.
1: Give it all you got and, and enjoy because that's life. All or nothing. So I'm happy for you guys.
3: Oh, thank you.
1: You're welcome, Wendy. Good luck to you. Next, somebody's a little confused about their partner and their coworker, so stay with me. If you have a question about your relationship, but you can't call me, you can always email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what's going on with Celeste and her husband?
2: Okay, so this is a listener email from Celeste that says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Celeste. I went to a work event with my husband, and when this one woman, who is a female co-worker of his, hugged him, it lingered a little too long, and then when he pulled away, she grabbed his hand for a second. It was barely noticeable, but I noticed, and now I can't stop thinking about it. I haven't brought it up because I don't want him to think I'm crazy since nothing really happened, but it's eating at me, and I don't know what to do. Should I talk to him about it?
1: Now that's a great question, Celeste. If your partner meets somebody at work and that person kind of lingered too long around their hand, should you tell them about it or not? That's next. How would you feel if you go to a work event with your husband and there's one female coworker of his that just hug him and linger around his hand a little too long? You know, like she grabs his hand, but it's just, you notice it. Should you tell your husband about it or not? I think it's best to do it in a joking way. Just like that. Just go, oh, I noticed that woman hugging your hand. She must like your hand a lot, honey. And he'll get the message. You don't need to ask any questions. You don't need to ask. He'll get the message, right? So also we have to remember sometimes people do that to us and we have nothing to do with it. So I would not do anything more than a joking remark. But I, w- I couldn't resist to make a little remark. Nothing big. No more questions. Just so he's aware that you know now he knows. I like that. All right. You do that, Celeste. Thank you for emailing me. You call the next 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship? Just dial 855-905-8255. Alicia, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alicia. Welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Um,
4: Yeah, I met my husband um, when I was 20, and we've been together for about 15 years now. And even before I met him, before we got married, I always considered myself poly. Um, I've never been monogamous in a relationship, but I have been for him.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and I've told him that I really need in my life to have relationships with other people. And we've been in counseling on and off discussing it, and he just won't hear of it Um but I have been seeing someone else on the side um, I have a relationship with, and I want to be able to be open with my husband about it and not lose my marriage. So I'm just wondering how do I tell him?
1: I see. Uh, so you husband, you know him, I don't know him. He's never wanted to say yes. When you guys got married, it was probably the vows were to stay together, right? There was no uh, like kind of a side part of the contract where you could do that, right? Right. All right, yes. So the thing is, so to change an agreement, you need both of you to agree to. Uh, he doesn't know you have this man on the side, right? Right, correct. Okay. How do you think he's going to react when you tell him the truth?
4: To be frank, I don't think he'll be shocked, but he won't be happy.
1: Okay. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how attracted for the ooh-la-la are you still to your husband? Oh. Ten, so what would you like to find when you say other partners, whether it's this guy or others, what's, what would you say you need more than that?
4: It's just different. Um, you can't explain it. You just have different connections with different people. Okay. You, know, you just feel something on a different level.
1: Okay. If you had to choose, what's more important to you? So in case he says no, your marriage? I don't know, do you guys have kids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be my marriage. So your marriage is more important. So I, there's no better way than to be honest. So if you go to him and say, listen, here's what's going on. Here's what I miss. Here's what I would like. What do you say? If he says no to you, he's not going to change his mind. I have no arguments for him to change his mind because we are as we are. So if he says no, if you want to be 100% honest, I guess you have to say, yeah, but I have a, another man on the side and I like him very much and I want to continue to see him, but you're taking the risk of a divorce then, Right. Right. So, I, I can't advise you to do that. So, I'll leave it to your intuition to do what's best for the family first and then for you second.
4: Thanks, Simon. I appreciate it.
1: Best of luck to you, Alicia, and have a good night. Thank you. I know having a lover is a very touchy topic in America, but in France, if you want to know what it's like, I'll tell you next. This is a touchy topic having a lover or mistress in America. This is something that culturally I know is a don't, a do not, and always shocking, right? But we hear it on this show, sometimes on my podcast, La Confession, it happens a lot also everywhere in every country in the world. So how do the French manage this? It's a very different culture because historically, back from when we had kings and queens, it was okay for the king to have a lot of mistresses, and the queen had lovers too. Uh, And everybody lived in that, you know, Uh, we don't talk about it. It's like, you know, the eyes who do not see do not cry. So the whole French culture is based on not talking about it and never being caught. Now, would that work for you in America? I'll tell you what I think next. Tough, tough question. Have you ever had a lover or a mistress? You don't even have to answer this if you're listening to me, just in your mind, yes or no. In France, it's culturally understood. You can do what you want, just don't be caught. Because that's the disrespect. Don't be good. Here in America, and I'm an American too, even if I have a French accent, I've been here 20 years, it's a no-no. My advice to you is don't even think French. Here, the rules of the land are different. It's not acceptable. You know, unless you're in a polyamorous situation, but otherwise, it's not acceptable to have a lover or a mistress. I respect that very much. In America, live as the Americans' rules. In France, do like the French. La joie de vivre. But remember what I said, do not even think about it in America. Or you better call me at 855-905-8255. You call that next. Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel. You're listening to The Rendezvous. It's all about you relationship. So when you have a question, you call me 855-905-8255. And I've got Ali on the line. Bonjour, Ali. Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up?
0: Well, uh, I've been with my boyfriend for about two years, and at the beginning, uh, we were very romantic with each other. We spent a lot of time in the bedroom, um, but lately it's sort of slowed down a little bit. And I want to, you know, bring a little ooh la la back into our life. Okay. Um, a little bit more, a little more frequently, and I'm not really sure how to do it.
1: I'm going to help you with that. Just a, a few quick questions. Uh, now, what's the frequency? Like, how often are we talking about? Once a week? Once a month? What, what's the, actually, frequency?
0: We're down to, like, once a month.
1: That's not much. Okay. And is, it gives you a reason? Is there a reason he, he lost that, that desire? Does, have you talked about it with him before?
0: I mean, I think we've just kind of gotten used to each other, and we're yeah. busy, and we're exhausted, and... You know, we just haven't haven't figured out how to make it a a priority again. Because when it happens, it's great, and you know it's it, it's very helpful for our relationship. So
1: no, no, listen. The ooh-la-la is the expression that the relationship is also healthy otherwise you're just best friends you can go hang out but if you have no romance and ooh then there's not a relationship there is a friendship and that yeah. is what I would like you to explain to him not in a tone that is doing something wrong but explain why this is something important and then you have to re-engage in romantic moments um, and you can't go from 0 to 100 so my advice is this remember at the beginning when everybody starts dating you know you go out you make out and then you flirt and then there's ulala here and there or different situations <laughs> okay. right it's super exciting you don't go from 0 to 100 when now the situation have a talk with him explain to him why ulala is the expression of romance that's what being a couple is it fifty percent of romance is about ulala, you know. And yeah. and the other thing is, he said, if we don't have ulala anymore, we're just best friends. And then you said, is that what you want us to be, or do you want us to stay together and grow that loving couple together? Great. Okay. We start
0: with the conversation, and then just sort of uh, build in the moments
1: to build up to that. Exactly. And then you go back on dates, and then little by little, you know, let's go back. To the beginning. Yeah. Always remember how we all start at the beginning. From the first kiss to, you know, the rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay?
0: Okay, thank you.
1: Good luck to you. Have a good night. <laughs> Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Have you ever tried to get your ex back? So I posted that question on my social media. All my social media, it's easy, at Rendezvous Radio. Uh, and all of it is actually on the main website, derendevoushow.com. Check it out. There's a lot of stuff about The Rendezvous. Cool stuff. Trust me. But here's the question I posted. Have you ever tried to get back with your ex? So, 63% of you said yes, 37% of you said no. I've never tried to get back with an ex. I'm part of the 63% and more than once. Because when I fall in love with somebody... It's hard to let go. (laughs) So I have tried. Some with success, some without. But, you know, who doesn't dare, doesn't live. So that's my philosophy. I'll be back tomorrow night. Thank you so much for listening. À demain.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.